And now it's time to present. Dun, 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 dun. Not exactly. Dick probation. Hey there, welcome to Motorcycles and Misfits coming at you from the Recycle Garage in sunny Santa Cruz, California. (laughs) We got a lot of people here. Yeah, tonight in the house, you got me, this is Liza. What were you calling me, Jen? The Boss Hoss? Boss Hoss Liza. That's how I started introducing you. I feel like you. you should start over again. Yeah, if can it we, was your can, show, we would. Can we um, <laughs> <laughs> running the board, we've got Zach. Yes, still here. And from the corner, we got Bagel. The point of the point is this. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Next to him, we got Fruit Loop. How you doing? You had time to prepare, and that's all you came up with? Yo, what up? Yeah, oh, <laughs> well Riding next to me, we got Ryan. Hi, guys. I miss you guys. We miss you too. Not really, but okay. (laughs) And then we got (laughs) Knock. Hi, how are you guys doing? Thanks for the intro. Mm -hmm. Jumping in on the couch today, we got Big Jim. Hey, hey, hey. Next to that, we got Cat. Hello. Who always seems to get the couch. I'm going to say it's because you're small and then Bosley fits. No, that's bullshit. You always put her on the couch because that's where she goes. Because you got a fat dog between them, so you got to put a small person. (laughs) Small person, fat dog. Yeah. And then we're in a sling, which we'll get to. We got Isaac. Still standing. (laughs) Barely. (laughs) (laughs) Well, his legs are fine. And then narrowly escaping a berating this morning, we got John. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> You're welcome, John. <laughs> Thank you, lawyers. <laughs> Next to that, we got Desmond. I'm here contributing. And then we got Andrew. I brought ice cream. Yes, you did. Yes. <laughs> and then we got Charlie. Street bikes and dirt do mix. Mm-hmm. No. Yes, they do. <laughs> no. It's a you good just combo. have to change your sprocket They afterwards. totally work. It's a festive mm-hmm. combo. I'll just say real quick, John was here working on a bike yesterday. He had to change the oil and uh, change out the the banjo bolt washers, uh, you know, bleed the brakes. And uh, I came... And I smoked cigarettes. And I came... And he smoked cigarettes. I came into the, the garage today, and in the parking lot were two banjo bolts, a jug, empty jug of oil, and seven <laughs> cigarette butts on the ground where he was working. I was ready to chew them out, and I asked Zach, like... <laughs> she comes to me. She comes to me, and she's like, she comes to me, she "John says, Dalton's gonna get a talking to." I look down. I'm like, "No, those are Marlboro Golds. He smokes American Spirit Yellows. Yeah. Those have, those are not his." Yeah. And, and those it was smoke like a homeless person. John doesn't smoke like that. <laughs> and I was like, like uh, all the way to the filter. No, no. They, yeah. they, each of them had like an inch of ash at the end. Uh, like, oh, you, no. like they just like smoked them, didn't even ash, and just like dropped it, and then yeah. And it was like it was car oil one. too. So there was like some doppelgeister yeah. that I think somebody was little, I think quite, s- not quite like me. But Somebody was trying to frame <laughs> you, basically. That's that was a perfect too. frame job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, were the banjo uh, bolts him? Yeah, there were banjo bolt washers on the ground, too. But was that actually John? Nope. I, just, I think it's a frame job. Jerry's out. It's a Jerry's yeah, out. At least I got a something one. job. It looks yeah. like some someone who smokes <laughs> a bunch of Marlboro Golds did an oil change in their car <laughs> in that parking <laughs> lot. So I wanted to get to some quick announcements. The first one for those who watch the Ayersberg Rodeo today. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, congratulations to our own Cody Webb. Oh, we made it Santa Cruz. Right. First, he came in second, and he's a first American to podium. And no shit, he huh? did great. Yeah, awesome. There was one point where they're going up this impassable to me looking uh, a hill a wall of rocks the machine right the machine and and the crowd is going up like this funnel where it's rideable and they're getting jammed up and he came at the bottom and he just looked up the just the wall of rock next to them and just went right up the wall. he found the yeah. path and just passed everything and it wasn't just wow. a group of people it was the leaders i mean that was the the top oh, yeah. like he seven leaders in the lead and they were all jammed up like a jungle of double of rocks oh, wow. in that funnel and he just was like, fuck it, and just went all the way around it. But anyway. This is not the start where they, uh, where everybody gets released, or is this kind of towards the middle or something, or what? Uh, it was in the beginning. It was in the beginning. Oh, okay. and, and one of my favorite parts, too, is um, on this oh, horrendous part, the Carl's Dinner, which is like 10 kilometers of large rocks that have been dynamited out of the mountain. So we're not talking a path. We're talking... 10 kilometers, really? They said the, like rocks yeah, that are too big to fit in the trunk of your car. Of like your, just uh, rocks. <laughs> in the boot. In the boot of your car. And everyone is gassing out on this because it's just endless, endless of trying to get your bike through and lifting it through. And, and there was a reporter. He was, Cody was behind him, and he's commenting to the camera. You can see they're getting really exhausted here. Mm-hmm. They're they're gassing out. Let's see how Cody's doing. He puts a microphone in Cody's face as he sit, st- he stopped taking a breather. He goes, "Cody, are you doing okay?" And t- Cody just goes, "No." <laughs> <laughs> and then just started riding away. <laughs> I'm fucking dying, man. I'm fucking dying. The reporter looked like he couldn't even do a push-up either. It's a chubby little motherfucker. He, wanted, <laughs> he was desperate for a uh, West Cliff ride after that. Yeah. Nice and easy. <laughs> Jim, pull your mic up. It's three inches below your face. Oh, I there can't see as a pop screen. There you go. Um, and then the other announcement is that our own Yuri Berrigan, he got accepted to d- do the Isle of Man again. Yes. This is a very hard thing, yeah. and a lot of yeah. people were turned away. Now, I here's guess. the thing. We're not going to tell right now. The question is, what is he going to ride this year? Because last year, he first got to take a supermoto, and he, he made the, the time. He made the cutoff. So if you want to find out what he's writing this year, he's got a press release coming out soon. So you can just go check out Yuri Berrigan's Facebook page when uh, that comes out. Or his YouTube no page, Red yeah. Star. Yeah, no matter what it is, he's going to be a badass. So. Oh, and he's jazzed. I was talking to him today, and he's fired up to go back because, you know, he's done it once before. He's, um, yeah, he's, one of, he's done it once before. He knows what to expect. He's got a community there. And, uh, and he's ridden the racetrack before, so... Yeah. yeah, so that's ex- exciting that he's going to go back. So we'll get some more stories for that, no doubt. Um, so I wanted to give an update. Last week, um, Mike and Mary and I talked about a story worth living and <laughs> gave a wonderful <laughs> review. Scathing, Lower. some would say. Scathing <laughs> review. So I have an update for this, and this is actually quite interesting. Um, so I had sent an email to the production company saying, look, I think you know what you guys did wasn't cool and I felt duped and I want my money back and I want it sent to the AMA, a group that actually does something for the biker community. You actually said that in the email. I was like, I, wow, I what, a, what a dick. <laughs> yeah. I didn't say it in a dickish way. It well, sounded dickish. I'm well, just, you know. When you were talking to me about this the other day, like when you even brought it up again, I was like, oh, like we can't, I don't want to do this again and, and kind of bring it up some more because at that point, like we'd seen so many bad reviews about the movie and yeah. 
just reading all this stuff and it's like it's just interesting because like you know these people are like uh, on the list of like really shitty people in the world they're definitely nowhere like near the top you know they just kind of you know they're probably pretty decent people and it just kind of sucked that the situation worked out the way that it did especially for the motorcycle community so, so. here's the update so um i actually got a reply to that email from an actual person and not a bot saying we are terribly sorry for the um you know the confusion we'd be glad to give you your money back we've we've put we've posted a, a letter of apology with instructions on how to get your money back to anyone who wants it of which i posted on the recycle page i thought that was pretty cool the That's next day cool. they did that yeah. yeah um and it said in the instructions just send uh, an email with your name and address and a copy of your ticket stub so we know how much to give you back and we'll send the money out well i couldn't find the ticket stub i think i threw it away so i didn't i just let it drop because i figured well they apologized you know that's good Three days later, I get a follow-up email saying, just checking in, we haven't heard back from you yet, and we're awaiting to cut a check yeah. for you. Wow. I was like, oh, well, I, I, I can't, I don't have the ticket stub. And they said, you know, that's okay. You stated that it was $12 that you paid, and we'd be glad to write a check. Just give us your address. Ooh. So I was like, wow. For customer service, they're doing great. I thought that was really good how they're, really you know cutting this off and and facing it yeah. they're redeeming yeah, themselves good. through yeah. facing the fact that they messed up and taking ownership of it yeah. well it doesn't stop there so then i said you know what i just want to let you guys know i think you've done a great job of handling this i feel that you probably set out to put something good into the world and weren't prepared for the backlash that would come <laughs> um if you're interested at all in coming on our podcast which I offer you a <clears throat> conduit to the moto community and want to state, you know, your side of things. I, you know, I'll give you that opportunity. Um, within an hour, one of the guys from the movie who happens to be one of the producers, he called me. That would be John Dale. Called me on my phone, which I didn't give them my phone number. And he said, yeah, I just listened to your podcast. And I went, Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet Jesus! Yeah, no. there, there was some choice words there. Oh, yeah, no. they're very uh, yeah, very skillfully. Uh, Mary, after so that, Mary deserves her words. own like review show for movies. I think <laughs> she was great. So oh, I wanted to share the conversation because um, they actually wanted to come on to talk, but they're out of cell service in Colorado where they are. And I said, you know what? I talked to him for a good while and got his side. So I wanted to let everyone know, kind of the backstory here because it's kind of interesting um but he did say but first of all i do want to extend an apology to anybody who felt like they were being duped um so the deal was they are a ministry service um that's what they do and they set out to make these short inspirational videos to put on their website to share with the world and they were going to do this journey which would then be these small videos uh, to help people with the you know inspirational stuff um and when they were cutting the movie somebody came to him and said you know this is really good you could actually make this like a feature-length film and the you know footage, and, and the footage you're saying yeah and then i and like and then they're like oh okay so they kind of had an opportunity like okay and then um they you know they had sponsors with them and then they were told you know this is uh pretty good we could give it give you one night you know, to do it, uh, show it in a movie theater. Oh, wow. So they kept getting these opportunities. Now, they put all of their advertising money into the Christian community. They did not set out to make a moto adventure film. They set out mm -hmm. to make 
a Christian inspirational film. Um, but what happened was they, they advertised in the Christian community, but the Moto community, you guys know how that, how it happens. Somebody picked up on it and started sharing it and sharing it, and it spread oh, like boy. wildfire. And the Moto oh. community is who spread the word and shared it. Well, oh. I remember you, like months ago, you sent me some links to that, like, hey, you yeah. should check yeah. this out. Yeah, it went, it went viral thing. within yeah. the Moto it's community. It's actually Liza's fault. <laughs> I think that's what we're getting to here. Is that oh, guys is responsible. Always blame the scumbag bikers for fucking things up. <laughs> well, hang on, but but how did they describe it though when they when they well, it like that? Or who did the description? But well, again, they were making that for the Christian community who knows who they are. Right. So the Christian community, they were explaining what kind of a film it is, mm-hmm. thinking they didn't have to state the obvious. Hmm. Right. You right. see. I see. So. Um, when all of this happened, and then, you know, he said, the, the night it aired, which this was one of the best nights of their life. This, they had spent a year working on this, putting blood, sweat, and tears into this, and they were so happy. This was a big, big moment in their life. He said, I stayed up till four in the morning watching the re- responses come oh. in. Oh, jeez. I bet and you he, Mary wrote a bunch of them, too. I bet you he wrote <laughs> oh, no. And they've been heartbroken, and that's why they immediately started issuing apologies, because they didn't see this coming. That totally sounds they like said, a bummer, man. Like, yeah. In their yeah. theater where they live, it was a theater full of Christians coming out to see a Christian movie. Mm-hmm. Yep. They didn't realize it just spun out of control, and they and they said, you know, and a lot of the sponsors and Charlie Borman, they saw it. They knew what it was. Like, nobody said hold on, hold on. It just kind of spun out of control. So, hmm. and because, you know, I have to be inappropriate. I told him, I said, you know, I understand. I understand what happens here. And I'm, I'm talking to this guy. And he works for ministry. He's a good Christian. You dick punched him? No. <laughs> Over the phone? Over the I, I said, phone? Hey, look up here. Look up here. I said, yeah. you, you just have to understand. Like, the moto community doesn't hate y'all. What happened was everyone went to a strip club to see titties. And you gave him a tap dancer. That was a good tap dancer, if you like tap, but they wanted to see titties, and if you don't show them titties, they get mad. I love me some titties, man. But hold on. Didn't didn't you even say, too, that uh, it was a little intense for the... uh, the, the other thing he said that was really hard is that they made this for the Christian community, and their ministry service, he was explaining to me, is they try and kind of show Christians you don't have to be such a tight ass you can be a little bit looser you know that's what they do um and that they also got flack from the christian community because they did they smoked cigars they played poker and they cursed so smoking gambling and cursing Hmm. so it came from both sides they got it from both sides so it's been a hell week for them poor guys so i had a great i had a great talk with john i hope he feels better (laughs) knowing that Because yeah. he's the one true biker of the group. He's an adventure rider. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I hope you guys are doing better. I hope that everyone learns, you know, what this movie is meant for. And for those who want to see it, it was well done. Wouldn't you say, Mike? Yeah. <laughs> no, for those yeah, who not, are listen, looking for like, that, yeah, it was I, be beautifully you, shot. I, you know, because I'm thinking about it like, um, like if you were coming from that perspective, like everything was very soft and... You know, if that's the kind of stuff that you're used to watching, then that that's what you're expecting, and you're probably think it's just a fantastically well done thing. But it, it is exactly like we're saying it is. It, it, it was just like, whoa, this is not what we're expecting. A couple minutes into the movie, and I'm very confused. 
Mm-hmm. And right. so and I think I was confused because I was not, you know, I'm, I'm like that. But again, I'm not, I'm not going to say anything. I, I don't want to say anything else bad about him because I, I understood that also as it was going. I was just, I just didn't want to, uh, you know, this is the kind of stuff that like the, the amount of stuff that people wrote is kind of like bullying. And like people well, like, kill yeah. themselves over people stuff. People were like mad. That, they so. wanted to see titties. I get yeah, it. Yeah, but. yeah, but it, it reaches a point. You know what I mean? That's why I kind of was like, all right, I don't want to say anything else. Yeah. That, and right. You got to realize that you're not just talking to a computer when you're saying that shit. You're talking about somebody who put in a year of their life, like late nights, early mornings, exhaustion, blood, sweat, and tears, and it just got shit on by everyone. Yeah. Which sucks. Welcome yeah. to life. Yeah. And that and that that is that is really unfortunate because it does sound like they they did do put in a lot of work and, and effort, um, but I, I do think that even even though they intended to market it only to a Christian audience, when you put something out there in the world, you can't assume that those are the only people who are going to see it. You know, they see that that marketing, yeah. right? And, and that marketing needs to be accurate. So I think, especially if they were intending to send a Christian message, I don't see why they they couldn't have just put in the description of the movie that this is, you know, a a touching you know movie that, that I think they did. Christian I think values. we I think we missed that. Hmm. Okay, because I, I didn't see the description I think myself. We didn't so read I it. <laughs> leave we motorcycle that. people I, to not. Uh, read yeah, the I think they learned their lesson. <laughs> well, I think it got I mean, dropped as the word of mouth. I think they'll do it differently next yeah. time right, if they but, did but, it. But I actually I do remember seeing on the website. I, I didn't see anything on there about about you know Christian values or, or or you know philosophy or anything like that. So I I wouldn't have known. I only I only wasn't able to do it just because I wasn't I wasn't feeling I was feeling under the weather that day. But um, was it because of that experience you had as an altar boy? Uh, let's not talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! <laughs> no, but, um, but my, <clears throat> I guess my point is that if if you're going to market something to send a, s- a specific message, be obvious about it in the marketing so that people will know because that will that will draw that crowd in even better. It, it was thought. a lesson learned yeah. for them, definitely. Yeah. So I, I just want to say for those Christian bikers out there. I would recommend this if this is what you're looking for. Sure. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. Because you're saying that there are Christian people that are saying that, oh, this is kind of kind of lame. Like, well, hardcore well, Christians. Or car- smoking Christian cigars. Yeah. Well, that was, a, I mean, that was a question I had for Liza. <laughs> like, how was this received in the Christian community? And yeah. then did it, would it grow biking within that community? Well, there. Right? Which means at least more, which means more motorcycles so. on the road. I don't think so. Based on the way that the film looked, it, it didn't, it, it really was not. It was like it was like all this other stuff, and then like like that the motorcycles seemed to be the prop for the movie. And okay. I'm just gonna say one more thing, like since I do all the videos with everybody here in the garage, like, and I just put it out there for everybody. Like, I would probably I put a lot of work into them, and everybody else who's on the videos, like, and you know, we all get it, the humor that's in them and the stuff that we're doing. But I know that if random people just came in and just started trashing all over the videos. I mean, the hours that I sit up at night making them, I would probably feel I, I know how I would feel about it. You know, and that's, uh, you know, so that's kind of where I'm taking the stance on it, too, is like, you know, if, if people don't like it, that's fine. But uh, I want it to be for the people who do like it. So I kind of agree with 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 uh, bagels that w- it will be promoted our stuff towards, you know, um, the people who like that kind of yeah. stuff. Degenerate biker mm-hmm. types. Yes. Well, I, I, just, I just wanted to put that out there because, again, when you're just talking about like customer service, they went over the top. And yeah. well, that's great. I, I, I really appreciated it. Yeah. So um, James came in today and he says, oh, you know, uh, somebody got a new bike. And I was like, crap, what did Kat buy this week? <laughs> <laughs> and, it's a trend. And it, no, it, was, it wasn't Kat this week. Not, it was not my Sage. Time. Finally. Who got a 626. He's, 636. 636. He's wanted 
that 636 yeah, for, for a, a long while. time i that bike turned my head i saw it a couple of days ago at a stoplight i'm like look at that and i couldn't quite it's tell clean. what it was but it looked good yeah it's got an aftermarket all white paint job and it looks fucking good man so congratulations sage yeah. Yeah. he finally well has we something got, that doesn't got break it down for Hopefully. a decent price too yeah like he did or something yeah like 39, 39. and he wrote it here and wrote it back yeah yep. but you had to push it in <laughs> what you're saying yeah. <laughs> Cat did get a new bike last week. Hell yes, I did. You um, want to talk about it? Uh, yeah, I have been craving Supermoto since I've mm-hmm. ridden Doug's. And it's been on the back burner because I'm just trying to get everything set with my other R6 so I can sell it. And then I accidentally went on Craigslist. Nobody <laughs> don't accidentally do it. goes this on This is Craigslist. why I put a Craigslist <laughs> ban. Because we keep <laughs> accidentally buying more bikes. I'm on a Craigslist ban, and I, it was late and a bad decision um, that turned out to be really good. Uh, and I see this wheel. It's just a picture of a wheel. And it, in the description, it's very big. It doesn't say anything. So I click on it, and because I see it's Supermoto wheel. And this guy is selling his uh, XR, his O2 xr uh 650r supermotoed for three thousand uh killer price with a whole bunch of aftermarket or extra aftermarket parts i got an exhaust that i'm giving doug for his birthday (laughs) which he already knows he already has it but um we we basically have a herd of unicorns now yeah we we do a centaur and a griffin yeah walk into a bar yeah (laughs) So I've got this bike now, um, and I should have listened to Doug because he said something briefly about checking the oil the day that I bought it. And I rode it for three days, and then I checked the oil, and there was no fucking oil in it. Ooh. Uh, it hurt a little bit, but it seems okay. It's not making any mysterious ticking noises. How do you start that thing? It's a kickstart only. Yeah. You weigh about 80 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> That's an under... <laughs> <laughs> 130 with your boots. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, my boots are <laughs> the, the vast majority of my weight at this point. No, um, enthusiastically, I had somebody ask me. This guy walked up and enthusiastically asked me, means you say, "Hey, can you help me start my bike?" Right? Fuck off. No, no. I, t- I saw some enthusiasm when we were taking off in the naked ride. And the oh, daytime one and Cat was leading yeah, it, right. and all of a sudden the bike uh, uh, it wouldn't start. The all bike of a wouldn't start. I'm fucking naked on my XR, kicking this bike over. Oh no. <laughs> That was angrily And I was kicking it hard because it wouldn't fucking start. Turns out the petcock was off. I love the jigglies. No, that was the best start to a naked ride I could think of. (laughs) (laughs) We should start everyone in the front of the pack (laughs) kicking an XR 650R. Liza's swinging back by the front, going, What's going on? Yeah. (laughs) It's better than the alternative of figuring out your petcock is off halfway through the ride. Uh, You know, the thing that saved me was I started it so I wouldn't have to kick it naked, and it died. Because uh-huh. it ran out of gas. But no. I, I think somebody did that on purpose. I think so too. Because I, <laughs> I didn't even know where my peacock was at that Whoever point. Whoever framed John I'll probably did it. Yeah, we got some shenanigans <laughs> going on do. here. Um, I had a guy come up to me the other day as I'm putting my pink helmet on because I have my fucking dirt bike helmet. But uh, he goes, Do you need help moving that for your boyfriend? And I look him square, like dead in the eyes, I and I get you, on it. Sir. I applaud you. And I fucking kick it over in one one kick. It's the first and the last time I will probably ever kick that bike in one kick. I was That's I was okay. like eye contact the entire time. I'm like, look That's at okay. me. Yep. I am the man now. <laughs> My dick is bigger than yours. Exactly, and it was so right. satisfying. Right on. Put the ball in your mouth. You may want to start riding with right. your strap on. 
I do. The thing is like a giant vibrator, anyways. So I'm just saying. Well, you gotta get that keeps me company. You gotta get that rear shock squared away. Yeah, I already almost killed myself. Doug and I were hooning. You gotta get that fixed. Yeah, it's a safety thing. You gonna you get you have a motard. You're gonna want to do motard shit. I'm already doing motard shit. And yeah, that involves jumping and going up. So is that was that an adjustment or do you have to fix or replace? I gotta take the entire thing out and take it to Jason. To there's no oil. In the, no rear, in the rear oh, shit. she's gonna need new seals and a, yeah. and a recharge you had oil issues with that. i do yeah. i was uh riding with doug on nine and we overtook some cars in the middle of a corner that we could see through of course we were being safe while being stupid uh-huh. <laughs> and uh hit the railroad tracks leaned that's where you passed the Ooh. uh shock compressed completely and my mm-hmm. foot was out in the yeah. middle of a corner like you do on a <laughs> supermoto and my foot went straight into a pothole. Oh, <laughs> oh. Yeah. And Ouch. I scorpioned in the middle of a corner. Then my shock decompressed and then started uh, tank slapping after I had scorpioned. I almost <sighs> I almost crashed, but I saved it. And I have no idea how. Holy hey, shit. Hey, Mike, Sometimes we need, to, do we need to get a GoPro attached to her quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At all times. This is the yeah. shit that happens all the time to me. We're and I don't the know. Yeah, the, yeah. S, the S turn in the Redwoods over the railroad tracks. Yeah. 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 No, exactly. It yeah, was I know the S turn. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, oh, God, it's so fucking fun, though, dude. I haven't touched my R6 since I bought that bike. And you have, it's it's fun, and it's like got the wrong tire on there too. It's, it's awesome. I know it's a horrible tire. The suspension's all fucked, and it's still like in the yeah. morning. I'm like all I can think about. Like I wake up and I'm like, oh, I get to go kick it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, well, that's that's always a thing. Like everybody's got a thing that they do in the morning. Like they take a shower, they brush their teeth. Some people mm-hmm. make their beds. You get to kick a big fucking I do. single, and it goes, and you're and like, all right, and I, I can kick it. Let's go. Like that, w- yeah. I had a nightmare the night before I bought it. I knew I was buying it. I woke up at five in the morning, and I was talking to Doug. I I woke up, and I'm like, oh my god, what if I can't kick it over? I had this super vivid nightmare of me just kicking and kicking and kicking and kicking, oh, no. <laughs> and I couldn't start it. And I'm like, what if I'm buying this thing that I can't start at five in the morning? Like is, sheer is, panic, like drenched in sweat. <laughs> <laughs> is, is that like the biker version of uh, showing up to class naked? You know exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, it totally Definitely. is. Yeah. Um, side note: Doug and I both have XR650Rs. Fi- fi- of course, as you know, they're both super. Oh, his and hers. Oh. His and hers and what? What do we call yours? I don't know. The original, excuse Uh, me. (laughs) (laughs) Our our electrical systems went out on the same day um, for some ungodly reason. (laughs) I like the picture you put of the flashlight duct tape to his fender. Yeah. That was great. Um, I see that. That was a real thing. Did did the cops have a problem with that? it's no. legal, isn't it? Yeah. I thought I saw where he got pulled over or something. something no, no. it's only legal. I think that thing's totally yeah. DOT. Yeah. <laughs> so our electrical systems went out, and then the next day we fixed them, and we fixed both of our electrical systems on the same day as well. So that was very, very satisfying. Aw, his and hers electrical problem. Yeah. <laughs> well, leave it to Honda. <laughs> Doesn't the 650R have like valve checks every 600 miles? Uh, suggested, yes. Yeah. yeah you're going to okay. have to learn So you can how do to those do together valves. too. I'm going to do my valves. You just go home with knock. Uh, yeah. He does them every Tuesday. Uh, yeah. No, <laughs> when, when, when he says he's going to go do his valves, he's not always going to go do his valves. So. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to just follow him home blindly. Yeah. <laughs> or run into so euphemism for other horrible see. things. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, congratulations. Um, another congratulations goes out to Jake, who's not here, but Jim, you can pass it on. Mm-hmm. Jake successfully fixed a bike. She changed the clutch plates out without 
breaking anything, and it worked afterwards. Holy Sweet. shit. There was a round of applause for Jake. Yes. There was definitely was a broken PGS yeah. on either. There was a broken There was a broken, broken bolt sitting there. right where she left. Yeah, there was she a did, She bolt. did break a bolt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but that happened. I got well, it out, but, she, but it was one she could replace. Oh, okay. I did look over one point and see the chisel in hand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she was uh, staking the, the uh, clutch hub mm. retaining nut or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what did you guys use to put that? Did you have to put something back in? Uh, I think the clutch planes were aligned, right? No, what it, what, it, it, what it was is uh, we, w- we weren't understanding exactly how the mechanism should have been working. Mm-hmm. And so there, there was a gap that sh- seemed like it shouldn't have been there, but it actually was supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. Okay. And yeah, so once you it put kept the springs on, on, it kept it. on like you, you would like slide the whole thing in, and then it would look like it, like something slid out, and there'd be a gap. Mm-hmm. Oh, until you put the the side then, cover on that then, has the, then, a- the mechanism. Exactly. And then I looked at the mechanism, I'm like, oh, well, like this mechanism would close that gap. Mm-hmm. Oh, like okay. Yeah. Well, and then um, Ryan here. There's a reason you're sitting next to me, Ryan. Uh oh. You got put you got put on dick probation today. <laughs> dun 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 dun. Maybe I wanted to be there. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> he wants discipline. We had new people coming and we had opportunities to dick. Oh. There was oh. a new chick, Lisa, on her Ducati. She was cool. Is she hot? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> for I mean, we, might as well. we can we can give up our secrets. So she was pretty fast, and that's sexy. Mm, yeah. So uh, the way it goes down when we're dicking somebody who doesn't know what's going to happen, there's a whole ballet that happens, and it's usually <laughs> one person is in charge of creating a distraction. So I started pointing at her California smog canister underneath on the opposite side and saying, "Yeah, this is really ugly. Look at this. I wonder if you could take it off." That then is the cue for the dicker to come up and put the the dick on the bike. That's an actual job gotta, title. Yeah, you got to give him a dicker. Yeah, the one who gives the good dicking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What did you do, Ryan? It's kind of like a fluffer. I don't give good dick, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Liza, you know that I give the best dick around. You should. You do. Knock does. That's Jim true. does. Yeah, right. There's some. Zach is good. I, gave I, can, do, I can do pretty I good, but I'm, I have to be in the mood. I'm just. So <laughs> she, she totally. <laughs> I was in the mood today. She, she totally <laughs> saw what was happening and was very confused. And then. Um, no, there was, there was a guy on a scooter, Stefan. Yep. So we went over to do that, and I started doing the same thing and getting very interested in certain parts of his bike oh. and pointing things out and asking. I, I should have warned him. And then <laughs> Ryan came up and just, I don't know what you were doing. Like, I don't know. He messed it up, too. But so I thought we did a good job tag-teaming Lisa, Eliza. I thought yeah, yeah. You know, Lisa, we did we correctly. We tag-teamed yeah. her pretty good. So you tag-teamed her with a dick. So, yeah, he messed up two dicking opportunities, and he got put on probation. Uh, I can teach you how to give good dick. Hold on. So (laughs) You guys are are so mature. Yeah, so if Black Swan (laughs) is to ballet, then what's the name of this kind of ballet? The Muddy Helmet. The Black Swan. Oh, Oh, my. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That one took me a second. I'm not really good with the dicking. I just like to video film it. Yeah, I'm not going to touch that one. Hey. Who wants to play around of what's in words? What's in the box? Go ahead and pass these down. Zach, you can share one with me. Yeah. So we had a listener message us. He's interested in getting a bike. So we're going to help him out. And this is from Edwin. He says, hey, guys, how are all of you? I was wondering if you'd be able to help me out again with a Craigslist ad. Don't have much riding experience. Or a big budget, so this seemed decent. 
Just not sure if it's too old of a bike for a first bike. Mm-hmm. So, what he sent us a link to. <clears throat> Looks pretty. This is an 81 Yamaha Maxim X, or XS400 Cafe Racer. I think that's the Maxim, right? Yeah. And the description goes as follows. Motorcycle looks good, sounds good, but can use a little bit of work. What does What's, that yeah. mean? Mm-hmm. It's all stock except with, the, with except for the bars because this is listed as a Yamaha XS400 Cafe Racer. There's fucking 19 pictures on this thing? Are you kidding me right so now? 400 this, 400. So right here is a tip off. One of my pet peeves is you cannot bolt Cafe Clubman bars onto a bike and now call it a cafe racer. Yeah. Right. This yeah. is an the 80s is cruiser, totally cruiser. Mm-hmm. with Clubman bars. <laughs> so let's get that straight. It <laughs> looks like it could be a super sick cafe racer if done right. So though. he says, so it still has that it old school good. look to it. And he says, bar mirrors are optional, which means he doesn't have any oh, mirrors no. on it. Yeah. Uh, electrical wiring of the bike is the same from 81. So it may be smart to replace or to give it to give it another ten years of life. That means they're shorts. They're yeah. constant <laughs> electrical problems. Yeah. The battery brakes and wheels are fine for a couple of years. Which Never means touched them. That the DOT on the on the tires is like ten years old. Yeah. The <laughs> stator has been replaced and so has the clutch. The gear shift has been cleaned. And so has the battery Wait compartment. Wait a second. Wow. If this stator, now, if I this never buy a bike until the battery compartment is yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. I'm with <laughs> you like Mandatory. So and, and, and the gear shift is usually really easy to clean. Hold yeah. on. If he's talking about the, the electrical might need to be changed, and then he's saying that he already changed the stator and the reg rec, that, that right there just points to me that there's definitely electrical problems because yeah. a lot of times right. people yep. will change out of stator or reg rec you know, because they have electrical problems or, or shorts or something short, sticking, yeah. mm-hmm. and then they they go right to that. You know, for the charging system. And, and and the fact that he said to change out the wiring so it lasts another ten years. The fuck is that? Like like yeah. wiring degrades just from time. Wait, yeah. But he he just showed <laughs> his hand that he doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the bike you, is thirty five years old. You got to know he's talking about cleaning the gear shift is in the actual shifter lever, not the right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, that's what I mean. Okay. Is like what you you clean the spindle that comes out of the side yeah. of the case Ooh, fancy. So, okay. yeah. so here's you the didn't deal split the cases and do the transmission dogs did Dude, you why <laughs> so listen, listen, yeah. yeah i say we take everybody in this room and we do like a thing where we all just go to a craigslist like ad and we just tear this fucking person apart yep. <laughs> with like 30 opinions <laughs> yeah and i'll video it it'll be the funniest fucking thing ever you so know? here's the deal <laughs> i don't disagree that a maxim 400 isn't isn't it, it, that is a pretty good bike for a, a beginner. I didn't know they even made it for a on a budget. Yeah, Maxim yeah. 400. Yeah, That's the bike that was years. here today that John was working. That was kinda, a yeah, I also had the same one for eight years. I kind of want mm-hmm. one. So that it's a good sense. bike for a beginner yeah. on a budget. That said, let's now play. What's it worth? Because I want to see what you guys think the actual value is of this bike, and okay. I'll tell. Does we'll it see. say that it's currently registered? It does and not say. Does it say that it it's running? Doesn't it even does. look like there's a <laughs> okay. plate on it. In so we're going to go around the room and see if anyone can guess. Oh, so this is what's it worth or what's the asking well, price? you give two prices. You give what you think it's worth and you give what you think they're asking for it. Uh, Andrew, you want to start? I'm going to wager he's asking 2500 bucks. Okay. And I, I think it's worth about $800. Alright. Yeah. Charlie, you want to take one? I'd say he's asking 15 and I'd say probably worth like 700 Okay. How about you, Bagel? Well, if it was in good running condition, I would say it's probably worth about, I was, I was going to say about 1500 Um 
probably in the condition that it's in, I would say maybe about a thousand. Um, but he's probably asking, I was going to say maybe three thousand. He's asking for it. <laughs> <laughs> High right. hopes. Mike? Right. Uh, I'm going to say because he stated that there was some issues that he's not going to ask like a total amount. That so he's putting that out there, knowing that you know this is why the mm-hmm. price is a little low. So I'm thinking it's probably like twelve hundred, and he's probably worth like a thousand. You know. All right, Zach. Uh, yeah, I mean a- anything from that age that isn't like vintage and collectible. And I don't really think that Maxims are. I I I can't see him asking for more than like sixteen hundred or so. Yeah. Um. Me, uh, what I would think it's worth probably, I mean, I wouldn't pay that much for it, but probably eight, six, seven hundred bucks. All right, Ryan. Um, probably asking sixteen. Worth nine, eight, eight or nine. I think we're starting to get a little consensus. All right, now. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of around that area. Uh, maybe eleven hundred bucks. Uh, twelve hundred max. Um, bottom end actual cost. Maybe nine fifty to eight hundred. All right, Jim. Uh, I think he's asking probably a little more, like twenty two fifty, because it is a running four hundred cc bike, and it is so a cafe. It racer. also has the it word cafe yeah. <laughs> racer. Yeah, so, that's why I said so I think it's like Clubbins, yo. Drawing Clubbins. the hipsters. Yeah, Clubbins add five hundred dollars yeah, to the price. It doesn't, yeah. have, it doesn't have a brown seat though. <laughs> <Not yet. laughs> so I'd say twenty two fifty asking, and I'm like with Andrew, eight hundred bucks is probably what's worth. All right, Cat uh, asking nineteen worth. Nine, I'd pay six because I hate electrical. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Isaac. Um, asking twenty three, twenty four, I wouldn't pay more than seven, and if it's electrical, I wouldn't buy it at all. But yeah. seven, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a good, that's a good call. Desmond, yeah. Desmond. Oh, I'd say uh, one thousand, two thousand. Uh, assuming that like runs good means it mechanically runs like perfectly. All right, and the person who probably has the most knowledge about this bike. John, what's he asking and what's it worth? I'm thinking he's probably asking around like sixteen hundred. My worth, how much I think it's worth, by like seven hundred pesos. <laughs> <laughs> seven hundred pesos, ladies and gentlemen. Seven hundred pesos. Correct. Mm. Seventy dollars. <laughs> All right, so, so Edwin, um, uh, yeah, I think it's worth about eight hundred. And the seller is asking twelve hundred. Okay. Well, so oh, that's not okay. terrible. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, if not, he's if he's asking twelve, you yeah. probably could talk him down to nine. If it's currently regged, mm-hmm. it's and running turnkey, it's worth a thousand. Yeah. But probably. if he spray painted it flat black, it's worth another f- four or five hundred. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and add some bondo in so, there, so man. What, yeah. what exactly makes a cafe racer then? If that, not you know, that. Yeah, um, there's yeah. a certain how do you take that bike and turn then say it's a cafe um, racer the technically cafe racer is taking a stock bike and modifying it for street racing by putting racing components and taking things off to reduce weight like okay. that seat so yeah, yeah, that's, you yeah, yeah you can't have a step seat on like a cafe yeah. racer but, but okay. they chop the back end so Phil's rule is a buck a cc and we're looking at $400 base price yeah yeah, so I think Phil's yeah, rule is yeah, a little bit chintzy. Well, no, I, I, know, I think I think Phil's rule is applicable in Ohio. Yeah, and it's <laughs> also applicable because he has a shop. So that's like also for true. him, <laughs> a buck a CC yeah. is fine. But, but for the standard, like moto buyer off Craigslist, it's going to be more than that. Yeah, yeah. But I, I'd say if he's buying this bike and he wants a bike that he can get on and ride every day and have a good time, don't buy this one. Don't buy <laughs> this bike. <laughs> yeah. Don't do if, it. If yeah, you have a, a reliable, dependable rider now, and you're looking at like maybe getting this thing and, yeah. and actually making it a cafe racer or something like that, but 
But yeah, if you're looking for something reliable, listen to well, me right now. It's do a 35. Not do it. Yeah, it's a 35 <laughs> year old motorcycle from with experience. Yeah. If it's if it's don't do it. if it's turnkey and run, and you're looking on something to like learn how to wrench and yeah. what, I couldn't might not be the worst thing to be to play around yeah. with. It's this a pretty straight straight because it doesn't seem like it needs major engine work. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily need major carburetor work or anything. Like you know, but it looks pretty clean. clean. If, if you want something that you can out. tool around on all the time. It's yeah. the same thing you said to Sebastian not the right in uh, Austria. You know, it's a, it, if you buy an older bike, you're going to be, uh, you know, you're going to be you're going to be working on it. Just plan on working um, on yeah. your bike. And every you mile know. you you drive on it, you're going to be wrenching for a minute. So the yeah. the other advice I tell people, um, just try and find a way to up your budget to get a newer running bike from the like early 2000s at least well we saw and i have a bike like this as your second bike yeah. to wrench and tinker yeah. with spring and a for fuel injection it well, will change your life well i'd have to say the maxims are pretty pretty bulletproof i mean i rode the shit out of mine like i rode it so many places yeah. up and down up and down but and then you, this one's here this one here too but you are crazy pretty good <laughs> yeah, yeah. <But> and you're <laughs> moderately proficient understanding what an older bike needs but we saw yeah. that that gs 500 it's like a 2003 or 4 gs 500 Running condition well taken care of for like twenty two, twenty three hundred bucks. Yeah, for not too much more, you can get something really dependable. That's mm-hmm. where I'm mm-hmm. starting to kind of push yeah, people towards. Yeah, now. I, it depends on what you want, but if you yeah. really want to ride, then if then like yeah. that's really what you want to get. This is a project bike, bottom yeah. line. If, mm-hmm. if yeah. you want to totally. build yeah, a the solid bike. understanding of motorcycle electrical systems, this is a great <laughs> bike. Yeah. yeah, good point. Exactly. So, yeah. Learn well, about that magic. We've magic got some. Smoke, yeah. We've got some emails to read. Let's start with Mike. This email is from Jesse Walters, and it came in uh, May 25th, and it says, To me, howdy gang, another random tech tip for the listeners. If you have a small motorcycle trailer, keeping all the trailer lights working seems to be an annual task. In my experience, at least one light goes out. Dim or needs a rewire every season. Yep. <coughs> at so least. you got to say hallelujah. <laughs> say it. Hallelujah. 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 Praise hallelujah. the Lord. <laughs> Lord of mercy. <laughs> Lord of mercy. Lord of mercy. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, stop. <laughs> Most trailer wires are exposed under the trailer and they rub on the frame. Punished by road debris and eventually fray or short out. I feel like I'm reading a sexual novel here. So why don't you fix that? Hold on. Hold on. But wait, there's more. Also up here in Minnesota and other northern states, the salt on the road corrodes exposed wiring. Uh, oh, yeah. Here's yeah. a tip. Just a tip. Next, next, <laughs> next time you rewire the trailer, don't use single-stranded 12-gauge wire, gauge wire to all your lights. Instead, cut the ends off and use an old... Household extension cord. Ah, yeah, that's cool. The extension yeah. cords have a nice plastic protective covering around the wires, which is watertight and minimizes fraying. Yeah. Since the extension cord has three wires, hot, neutral, and ground, you will always have a spare wire in case you find yourself doing a roadside rewire in the dark. That is all, misfits on. He didn't right. say cool. what length to keep on your bike, though. Or what well, you can just to cut check it down. the gauge of the extension cord. No, I like that suggestion. Yeah. Buy an extension it's, cord. It's good. Or if you have one that goes bad, just save it and mm-hmm. replace your wiring. It's like an like all-in-one kind of a thing. Yeah, Jim, we've got an email uh, to share of an uh, upcoming event. Yeah, this is uh, an email from Eric Morley down south mm-hmm. in uh, Costa Mesa. Thank you very much for the email. 
And it goes, hey, Misfits, wanted to invite you to the second annual Connor Penhall Memorial Cup Speedway Race at Indust- fun. Industry Hills this coming Wednesday. He's got a bunch of free passes if anybody wants to jam down there and oh. check it out. It sounds like a good event. It's for uh, Connor Penhall, who is the son of two-time world speedway champion and AMA Motorcycle Hall of Famer, Bruce Penhall, who mm-hmm. was tragically uh, killed in a drunk driving accident. So this is a great oh, event yeah. to raise awareness uh for for that cause uh, but anyway thanks for the invite we appreciate it man yeah, good luck have yeah. a good race. so i have don't know if event. anyone here is available to go down southern california wednesday i'll be second wednesday's dick for a paycheck yeah. wow. or <laughs> if <laughs> anyone is in southern california it sounds like a really cool event you might want to go to it yeah then cat you've got the last email there Oh, God, this is a doozy. This poor, <laughs> this poor guy. Okay, so it goes, Liza, on my first day driving for Lyft, I picked up a passenger who mentioned she rode a Triumph America. Fuck yeah. Uh, soon the conversation began to slow, and I thought, Liza manages to keep guests chatty. What would Liza ask that <laughs> doesn't involve anal or dildos? Obviously, bro, <laughs> you're not, you're not, you're not going to step it up. Nope. That's yeah. really limiting here. So I asked my customer if she had any good crash stories. So this is one... <laughs> fucking dude (laughs) the poor lady began recounting a nightmare come true a story that involved an open pace helmet hitting the asphalt and having her face surgically reconstructed sweet i felt terrible generators man the next time i had a uh the next time i have a lone lady in the back seat of my car i'll play it safe and ask her if she'd take it up the butt for a motorcycle (laughs) 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 somehow the safer bit in that situation safer oh god this fucking sucks man you gotta get ready unless it's keanu reeves do not ask him do not ask him do not ask him that yes uh this is from don't look him in the eyes if you do poor dave (laughs) (laughs) maybe just put up a wall in between you and passengers it's better to just not to look at people at all even yeah i, I like yeah. that one it made me Zach. laugh oh, God, but dude. <laughs> That's a good speaking one. of crash stories isaac mm-hmm. you, you came here in a sling today bam, bam, bam. Yeah. so bam. tell us what bike you ride again it's a 1995 honda st1100 it's kind of a big pig it's a big pig well so, it's a big it's a big guinea pig it's not very loud yeah yeah <laughs> So, uh, what happened? You had a little Justin's, spill? I had a little spill. Oh, uh, no. So did somebody cut you off? Not exactly. Were you bombing oh, down was Highway there, 9? Was there a pothole? Did a dog run across the road? Can I Were there yes girls involved? Did, did you, someone stop short in front of you? Did you find gravel? Did you cut yourself off? The answer to one of those <laughs> questions The answer to one of those questions was yes. So okay. you found Bosley in the middle of the road. There were girls involved. There were werewolves. <laughs> so what happened? Werewolves. Um... About one in the morning last night, I decided it'd be a good idea to peel out from like zero to 30 uh, in, into a right-hand turn onto Ocean Street, and I may have fishtailed a little bit and high-sided. So fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> Were you all by yourself? That's kind of late no, at night. No, my, my manager and a former co-worker Were they um, men? were watching. No. Uh <laughs> There were girls involved, to say the least. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, like, there, apparently, I didn't see this, but apparently there were sparks. Because um, <laughs> one of my one of my engine guards just, like, folded right back. Dude, it, we saw that. That was just ripped. It's oh, pretty man. intense. Oh, yeah. One, of the, it's pretty one done. of the bolts that hold, so it's a longitudinal V4, so it's yeah. got the, the heads sticking out the sides. And uh, one, of the, one of the bolts holding the 
the I don't know, valve, cover. Cover, yeah, yeah. valve cover on is just like it's sheared off diagonally. It, <sighs> I think it still works, but I don't know how I'm going to get it off. Because it's like they're not on there very tight. It should come. So. It should come off. Yeah. Yeah, it should come off without <laughs> so too much trouble. What gear were you wearing? Uh so, so my I had a I had a helmet on. It was like Shoei RF twelve hundred. That did that did. Oh, his you job. had a helmet. That's good. Yeah. What else were you wearing? <laughs> I was wearing full gear actually. So okay, did I, it do its job? It did its job. I think it saved me a broken knee. Um Because yeah. like it definitely well. definitely hit my knee based on the the condition there, and like I never felt anything there. I've got quite a bruise on my elbow. I've got a bit of road rash where my jacket pulled up, and I. Oh my um, god! I see that raspberry from over here. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Picture, picture, picture. That's not yeah. bad. And Isaac, um, I'll, I'll tell you what. People are marveling at your scar. Don't let Liza give you shit. Cause ask her what she rode down to Carmelin yesterday, <laughs> when we rode down yesterday. What are you talking about? The, the pants you were wearing. My jeans. Yeah, that was it, right? Yeah. <laughs> and you're giving him shit. No. No, I didn't crash. No, he was. <laughs> <laughs> she was not showing yeah. off for girls. That's true. Yeah, you don't need uh, gear if you don't crash. So, uh, so, did you learn a lesson here? Uh, yeah. That is yeah, not yeah. worth peeling out on a bike that doesn't have a good sounding exhaust. <laughs> uh, it's like turning on a blender on high. <laughs> and, and also, so, so also maybe you did need to replace your tires. Yeah. Well, yeah, I needed to replace my tires for a long time. Yeah, but oh, especially the yeah. front one. I uh, saw his bike this morning grimaced at the state of his front rim and the giant chunk out of the sidewall. Previous owner got hit by a truck, and he said he's been fucking riding on it this entire time. Oh <laughs> well, he's on a shoestring well, budget. You ever, you know? It's just you, like something took a bite out of it. That's all. Yeah, a large bite. As long as it's holding air man yeah <laughs> <laughs> well have you seen his rear tire yeah, yeah what rear tire yeah pretty it much. has no well, okay so okay yeah it's, yeah, it's, it's a racing slick <laughs> so yeah high side and you uh, as you were flying through the air in your mind were you going oh shit I'm, this is I'm, I'm crashing i had a so i had a like i had like three stages there was a stage where i like i was like i'm not recovering from this and then uh -huh. i was hitting the ground and then i was standing up Oh, so you rolled right up. I rolled right up. Yeah. Because, I don't know, I used to play Ultimate Frisbee, and I learned to, like, stand right up as soon as you roll, trying sure. to catch a, a like Frisbee. A so that's just what my body did. Okay. And so my manager comes running out of her car. Okay. And, uh, and she's like, are you, you know, are you okay? And I've, I, I, like, I give her the thumbs up, and I'm like, oh, I, for all I know, I am hurt. But, like, I'm let, me, let me just pick, let me just pick my bike shock up. Shock and yeah. adrenaline. Yeah. yeah. So I pick the bike up. I walk it back in. You um, picked that up by yourself? Yeah. Dude, how much do you weigh? 155. How much does that bike weigh? It's like 500 700 something. something. It's a monster, <laughs> Jesus, dude. Yeah. Not yeah. adrenaline, There's though. There's so much well, well balanced. Yeah, you know what? Actually, I didn't even think about it until now, but like, I've tried to pick that bike up before. Like The first day I had it, I dropped it twice um, in my front yard. Um, and it's hard to pick up. And I didn't yeah. even think about it last night. It just like went right up because I was yeah. loaded yeah. with yeah. adrenaline. Well, yeah. So Isaac, I just walked it back into where I work in and lieu, parked it. In lieu of your recent experience, I would like to present you with... Crown of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> you get to wear the crown of dicks. Oh, it's today. Wait, like why, why is he wearing it? Because I birthday. didn't realize there was a so goddamn much. arm in that sling. No. I'm I didn't realize. Right he. Come on. That's not a dick. What? No. He deserves a crown of dicks. How? How? No, uh, no. For feeling out on old tires. That's not a dickish yeah, but, move, really. But he's yeah, in front of chicks. He's not, you're not fucking anybody. <laughs> That's totally <laughs> okay. Isaac, put totally my foot okay. on. I, put it on. Put it on. I, I, I'm not because in your Fuck it, might as well. Put it on. Yeah. I mean, in, in honesty, I think you're we in, the crown of in honesty, that we had crown of dicks. If you wanted to appeal, already, and no one appeal, showed up, so that's why you yeah. got that. Yeah. <laughs> if you want an appeal, uh, Isaac, come talk to me. We'll we'll take care of this. Yeah. Uh, I peeled out today. 
<laughs> I, was I feel out there Thanks, like Charlie. every day. Good story. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. Were the chicks worth it? Yeah. Yeah, I think what? It, Jim answered that enthusiastically, <laughs> well, never yeah. seeing the chicks before. Were the chicks oh yeah, worth did, it? did they ever? Did they stop and oh? Are I'm not sure okay? if I can answer that question. One of well, them does it, my scheduling. So I wanted to change the topic real quick. So um, crown of dicks. Sorry, sorry. Can I throw in a quick thank you? Yeah. To to Cat for driving me to urgent care today because my shoulder seized up at like four in the morning and and me for loading the trailer up. Day. You went? No, you didn't. I loaded. She the connected up. the trailer to the jeep. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I called because I talked to my coworkers and they said Zach and Jim were there. Yeah, yeah no, we, we definitely like did that. Yeah. And they gave us water. Thank you very much. Yeah. Going, uh, hey, and, did you and so did Zach and Jim and Liza for bringing my bike from yeah. where I work over yeah. to here. Thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. No problem. So, um, I wanted to talk real quick about motorcycles and TV. We talked about movies before, but I remember from my youth. There were, you know, iconic motorcycles. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, when I was young, Chips was a big, big show. Yeah. I think you took the, everyone's. I remember Chips. Show. What is mm-hmm. that? Circa seventy five, seventy nine. Um, Chips yeah, was like seventy seven. A little later. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and just so everyone knows, they were riding the Kawasaki, the KZ nine hundreds, and then mm-hmm. moved up to the KZ one thousand police bikes. Yep. So that was really side by side down the freeway. That was really cool. Mm-hmm. I loved <laughs> watching that. Um, another thing that I just finally remember is the Fonz. Hey. Yes. <laughs> um, and so, you know, positive role models in TV and motorcycling. And um, the funny thing is, remember the first season when Fonz didn't wear a leather jacket? He had that, it was like a gray jacket. No one. Okay. Mm, I'm old, numbers. so I remember. Okay. And, oh, it's like the mechanic jacket. And his first jacket, year, like yeah. The and bike, the first year jacket. he wore, he rode a Harley. Um, but here's the deal. Um, the next year they changed, they changed stuff up. Um, he got a leather jacket and he got a triumph. Okay. And, Mm -hmm. um, Henry Winkler didn't know how to ride and he was afraid of learning to ride. So the other reason they went with the triumph is because it was easier for the stagehands to push around. Hmm. Smaller. Yeah. And they would get push him and he would just roll onto the set on it (laughs) (laughs) but interestingly enough that bike came from bud eakins who is a famous rider who in the uh, steve mcqueen great escape bud eakins an old racer was the one who actually jumped the fence okay okay um and so this was an old old bike it didn't really run or anything um but i thought it's funny that yeah he 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 was like i'm not gonna ride that right so I wanted to see if anyone has any other TV shows that they fond, you know, are fond of uh, that had motorcycles or scooters. Does anybody have anything? John, what do you got? I do, I do. There was a show uh, called Street Hawk. Yeah. In the, yeah, in the 80s. And it was, it was kind of like all the, like Blue Thunder was out and uh, Knight Rider and Airwolf. Yeah, and vehicle shows. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And this guy, he had like, it was kind of like this Iron Man set up in his helmet. 1985. Yep. Yeah, and um, yeah, it was, it was pretty cool. Uh, he wrote, "Oh yeah, this is Jesse Mock, an ex motorcycle cop injured in the line of duty. Now he's a police troubleshooter. He's been recruited for a top secret government mission to ride Street Hawk, an all-terrain attack motorcycle designed to fight urban crime, 
capable of incredible speeds up to 300 miles an hour oh, and shit. immense <laughs> firepower. Damn, take wow. that guy to the salt Damn. flats. Mm. You've never seen an 84 XR500 go that fast, have you? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a commuter vehicle. <laughs> yeah, man. And of course, only one person knows who he is. No. You know, yeah. yeah. Well, Pretty awesome, though. You know, I found mm. an interesting fact, too. There's another bike that is technically the most famous TV bike based upon the amount of viewers who watched this this episode. It was on one episode of MASH and hmm. BJ Honeycutt rode a Indian Scout and That's it was in the nice. final episode when they were all leaving. Mm -hmm. Is that even a real name? Oh. BJ Honeycutt? BJ Honeycutt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. And uh, he wanted to make BJ and the Bear. Oh. No, right. not. No, I don't know. <laughs> um, <clears throat> But so yeah, that's actually, and I don't remember this yellow Scout, but it's technically the most viewed motorcycle huh. in TV history. Mm -hmm. wow. I feel like uh, motorcycles are under uh, represented on television and well, when you start media. looking, when you start looking, there's this this dead era, right? Like we were looking in the kind of late '80s, '90s. Yeah, I remember yeah. from the '70s. I mean, you can go back to uh, then came Bronson. You know, there were bikes there up through the '80s, and then. The 90s, it kind of disappeared, and that's why I thought some of y'all, 90s would be your wheelhouse. Does anyone remember there anything? There was shit in the 90s. I don't remember anything in the 90s. Saved by the, the Bell. Terminator. Saved by the <laughs> Bell. Oh, yeah, the Terminator. Terminator. That's a movie. Yeah, that's a movie. That's that's a movie. movie. That was like TV. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah, I, yeah you know. there's been plenty of movies, but TV shows? I, I, well, not that I would really watch much I wonder TV, if this was, was the time when they started like banning smoking and drinking beer on TV, and if motorcycling was another thing. Mm. Could be. Well, yeah. is, it, is it around when the helmet loss started becoming a thing, and people started getting, oh, motorcycles are dangerous? It's just not cool maybe. anymore, or because mm -hmm. you have to wear a helmet. Like, yeah. they well, around, it was around that time. They didn't want kids saying, I want to do that when I grow up. People started being lame. Yeah. But then I remember when... Um, like Biker Build Off came on. Did anyone else watch Biker Build Off? Yeah, that was yeah. pre Monster Garage, right? Well, it was like yeah. a year before, hmm. um, like late two thousand something. Yeah, and then you had all the Jesse James stuff yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. that came, and then you had Orange, Orange County, County Choppers. Choppers. So one thing I wanted to touch on was I kind of grew up on Nitro Circus. Um, yeah, mm. Nitro that, Circus. That was like Good one. my. I'm not allowed to watch this, so I Wait, sneak you out. grew up. Oh, right. Yeah. You grew up five years ago. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It started, the show started right around when I was, what? It started in 2006. So, yeah. It started right around when I was like t 10, 11, and 12, like in that area. And uh, that's what I grew up on watching. And I distinctly remember sneaking out in the middle of the night to watch it. Just like <laughs> I uh, sneakily turned on my radio to listen to, um, what's that radio show? NPR. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. That really gets me wait, going. Wait, don't tell me. Howard Stern. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that that was definitely, and it had girls on it. That was like the first time I had ever seen girls riding motorcycles. Bitching girls, too. Oh, hot bitching girls. Word. Yeah. <laughs> the, <laughs> she was one of the, the main girls we on like, it. baby. She was talking. She takes out her, her clicker or her, like, fake tooth. Right, yeah. And I'm oh, like, wow. whoa. <laughs> Holy shit. Right. This chick's badass. No, <laughs> she's seen she's some shit, man. She's seen some shit, man. But yeah, I know that there must have been stuff. But yeah, it seemed to dry spell, and then it was the chopper craze that came yeah. in. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, big chopper. You know, craze. American bike, American chopper, um, Orange I, County uh, some, choppers mm -hmm. or whatever that's called, yeah. which turned out to not 
be about bikes as much as any as yeah, most family drama. Yeah, mostly I do with a lot of uh, yelling and men acting like children. Mm-hmm. Family uh, drama, family dynamics. Anyone else have <laughs> any shows that they? No, don't they I will. I'll, I'll throw this out. I'm sorry, not, but no, it, me and Liza had this back and forth. She doesn't know it, but if anyone listening out there can email in, I will get them. I will buy them a, a shirt and send it to them. But when I was a kid, there was a cartoon called, it was Hanna-Barbera. See, look at she's already poo-pooing it because she doesn't know. Called the Hair Bear Bunch. Yeah. It was a bunch of cartoon bears, and they rode a motorcycle. And don't say it if you know. If you can tell me what kind of motorcycle the Hair Bears rode in that cartoon, I will send you a shirt. Wow. Are you talking about Somebody's just going to look bears? it up on the internet. Hair Bear. Hair Bears. The hair, they were these hippied out groovy mm-hmm. bears in like 1972. <laughs> nice. And they were, it was like, it was kind of like the tra- boo-boo bear, but in a zoo. Traveling across the country looking for the next patchouli scent. Wait, no, they were, like, no, they were more grittier. They than were that. like pimping. Yeah. It was like well, hustle flow. They would bust out of the zoo at night and like hustle and flow <laughs> oh, all night. Wow. Yeah. And then they'd sneak back into the zoo and they'd try to catch him. But they rolled back on this motorcycle. Back to working for the man. <laughs> so yeah. Well, there's you know there's some some shows nowadays uh, you know that are out like the uh, Long Way Round, Long Way Down. Mm-hmm. Well, those, those are movies though. Uh, yeah, but they're they, wait no they're shows. They're yeah. like uh, episodes <laughs> and stuff. They're yeah. on television. Long way yeah, round. I guess you're right. It <laughs> was a TV show. Yeah, yeah you're right. Oh, you're right. You're right. Um, and also, wait, what about that documentary um, about the California motorcycles, the Sons of Arnarchy, uh, Anarchy? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. That's a great documentary Damn. if you so, haven't caught it. True to life. True to life. Yeah. That's, that's a very big, big TV show now, too, Sons of Anarchy. So is the trend... You know, is it coming back? Well, they sell. Let me tell you this much. I mean, when you're looking at gear and stuff, there's a lot of like Sons of Anarchy, uh, like very geared towards that. Like, yeah. you, can buy stuff. A, you can buy a Sons of Anarchy vest. <sighs> yeah, I, you I get don't... like all types of Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> Why would you stuff. do that? That's such a weird, silly thing to do. Like, well, I mean, but think about so the shit out of them, vest though. and like, listen, said listen, the man listen. in a My Little Pony shirt. Well, that's okay. That's my life. If you watch basketball, wouldn't you wear like your favorite player's jersey? Is that weird? The thing that I don't like about or UFC fighting know. that's a little is weird. They're promoting the biker <laughs> image of being fucking dickholes. Right. And I don't like that. Like that's not what all bikers are and it's promoting parents to be afraid of their kids starting riding because they don't want to sure. fall in with the bad crowd. It's promoting people afraid of bikers in general. It's, like to be honest with you though, it's more like a, like a soap street. opera though. If you've it's, ever well, watched it, like, it's kind of like yeah. a, it is, a male soap opera lot, that involves motorcycles. A lot of people take that for face value. That's what bikers are like because they already have that stigma in their head sure. and it yeah, just expands then it. These people We're not exactly Shriners either. Though, yeah, these people know? obviously no, I mean. have never seen a bike called Pumpkin, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that it promotes a bad image and sure. it's also no, just fucking stupid and, and not accurate. And then could it also be I mean, could that also be attracting dickish types to the biker community yeah, too? Yeah, it's bringing yeah. more of those assholes in here. Right? I don't want any more of those assholes. Wait a second. I remember a show on TV called Son of the Beach where they had yeah. <laughs> a scooter <laughs> club. What? Wait, okay. I was yeah. about to say. I was about Son to say. I asked Bagel earlier. And I was quite surprised to say, oh Bagel, what TV shows had scooters? There's a scooter and, gang. And, really? and Bagel was like, like I can't yeah. think of any. Saved by the bell. I can't. I've never. Not. Not. I'm not. I'm not an avid TV watcher to begin with. But I could not think of anything that had any TV show that's involved scooters. There was Son of the Beach and David. David Arquette was the greaser head of the 
scooter gang, oh and they God. would roll up onto the beach in their he's, scooters he's so and their greaser. Yeah, and 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 they would like do circles around people and start kicking garbage over, and and they were like a big problems for the lifeguards on the Be- beach because because <laughs> scooters <laughs> because scooters ride so well on sand. I'm just saying. Yeah. Should, should we count Arrested Development and the Segway? No, 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 we should not. No. I'm sorry. No, because it's kind of a scooter. No, it's, uh, it's, it's two a wheeled, no. two wheeled, but the wrong way. Yeah, yeah. it's a dual no. track. It's not there's, a single track. There's yeah. also like a four episode series called Time Rider. I think. Yeah, Time Riders. Um, that sounds very hmm. 80s. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's a UK show about this guy who rides around and he's a motorcycle time traveler. Huh. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. I think we should have a movie night of that. It, it, <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I've heard it's really good and I want to see it. What if it's like so, super mundane where he time rides so he could be like five minutes early to work or something? I would <laughs> so fucking <laughs> do that. That would be very it's British. Just, that's I, I, I feel like that's like the whole thing. Like my tea got cold. I needed to go back in time. I feel yeah. like that'd be very British. Yeah. yeah. With you, okay. So I, I think <laughs> I think that the time is ripe for a new show. The no. Moto community is bigger than ever. Hey, well, guess what? And what do we? I mean, other yeah. than Sons of Anarchy, we don't really have. I know, and I should honorable mention to Cafe Racer TV. Yeah. There was stuff that you could find on like Speed Channel and stuff like that. They were very niche, then, and, weren't they? Yeah, very niche. And also, Liza, The Walking Dead features motorcycles as well, right? The Walking Dead features motorcycles. Oh, yeah. We have very few things to talk about. Um, what have you found there, Ryan? Um, Food Network star Alton Brown. That's yeah. right. He does a TV show. Oh, yeah. yeah. What? Mm-hmm. He did a show on. He like, rides a Beamer. He does that. Oh, cool. He did a show on like um, going out to like different places. He's to, so cool. I love him. For diners He's and so stuff great. On, the, on the bike. <laughs> what was the name of the show? <laughs> Fuck. Is right the name of the show is called Fuck. Is it a, <laughs> is it a show Fuck. about food, food and show. motorcycles? Alton Brown. <laughs> Whatever it was. No, he's on a motorcycle. <laughs> I thought it was my idea. It's. What does it say? Feasting on asphalt. Feasting on asphalt. Uh-huh. Yeah. That so, sounds like a huh. crash story. I was going to say, it doesn't yeah, sound like it. It doesn't sound like a safe ride. So I know that um, I, I'm ready for something new. I yeah. love good moto shows. It's about and time. I am very excited about this new show, Ride with Norman Reedus. Yeah. Oh, he's so mm-hmm. hot. Anything. I mean... Ride on Norman Reedus. Ride with. Norm- <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yes, you just said that, Kat. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, Kat. the filter, it's gone. Yeah. So uh, I've been told by some people that I don't keep a secret very well. But, Horrible. Uh, but yeah. we'll see. So a I, secret, moderate. you say? Yeah. I think it's time to make our announcement. Ba, 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 ba. Very so, special announcement. Ride with Norman Reedus is going to be premiering on June 12th on AMC. Mm-hmm. Check your times. I believe it's 10 p.m. Eastern, Western, and uh, 9 um, Central. Indeed. And you're definitely going to want to turn in because we're going to be on it. Premiere episode. Yes, we, are. we made it Santa Cruz. Woo. Yes. So we've been living a lie and keeping a secret. Mm-hmm. It's been rough. Yep. Oh, man, it's been rough. But, yeah, so we're <laughs> proud to say, um, yeah, we're going to be on the premiere. It was a great experience. Um, so in two weeks, we're going to be releasing the Norman cast. He actually joined us for a podcast. 
And I got to, uh, we got to interview mm-hmm. Daryl Dixon and Norman Reedus. Yeah. Yes, indeed. And Which is kind of cool. He's a super mm-hmm. chill dude. Oh, he's yeah. awesome. Real cool. He had, he had his uh, lady yeah. friend with him who was mm, smoking hot. Yeah. She anyway, was really so smart, too. Man. Well, she, she was oh, yes, fucking of course. on it. Of course. That's what Nock meant to say. Sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to objectify her. And she, she rode the piss out of that bike for yeah. how tiny she was. Yeah. That yeah. was impressive. And if you happen to... Look at some of the promos on the Ride with Norman Reedus Facebook page. We're on them, too. I won't tell you which one, but there's one that is actually us. It's our profile. It looks mysteriously like... There's a lot of people standing up. (laughs) But I'm just saying, you know, it might be a sunset on the West Coast. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The sun's on the left side. (laughs) 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 As we were going down this thing. Anyway, so that's been our big announcement. We have been keeping a lid on that one for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, we recorded this winter, but I knew about this late last year, and I even had to keep a secret. I still think this is you trolling us. Like, <laughs> I swear <laughs> to God, like, I, I still it, think it's just one big fucked up joke. Yeah, that, 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 that wasn't really... Uh, yeah, she I hired know. Norman Reedus to fake the whole entire <laughs> thing. No, that was, it was an imposter, yeah. To look alike. Oh, man. It's a fan... It's a fan uh, what do you call it? Uh, yeah, you tricked me. <laughs> the uh, use your words, bagel. Sorry. <laughs> 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 um, never this, mind. This is how you Fluffy. acted around Everyone Norman too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, around Norman. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so I, I'm actually even though even if we weren't a part of it, I'm excited for this show. It looks like something really cool, and they're going around legit, visiting man. different moto environments and cultures. And this is something I think we're all craving and ready for because we mm-hmm. really haven't had anything since all of the, the Chopper shows mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. from 10 years ago. Yeah. And Red Bull TV. Shout out to Red Bull. Because yeah. that's fun Red to watch. But then you watch it all and there's like, okay. Um, there hasn't been anything like this. Some real biker culture shit. And it's yeah. also the the tone that Norman just brings to everything. Like he's super chill and just accepting of everyone and super nice. And it's what the biker community is about is being there for each other and being happy just riding and he's legit rider he yeah. is yeah legit. he said though he yeah. did say when i was talking to him he's like yeah that's it. that was like the biggest ride that i've been on like i think ever i don't remember if he said ever or since he's been doing the show because i yeah. guess he goes and rides with like one or two people yeah. but obviously if you come to our garage on, on a ride on Westcliff, you're gonna yeah you're gonna ride you're gonna, yeah we're all gonna come yeah. out so so yeah, so there it is. Um, Look out for Wheelie and, and Stoppy. I, I think I I got lucky on that one. Doug. Oh, we, well, we had police escorts. So yeah, we don't. We great. don't. We did. <laughs> we did. That was the best thing ever. It was yeah. great. We don't know what got edited. What makes it yeah. to screen? Yeah. Yep. Um, we don't know, but it was actually a really good experience, and we're excited. Um, not just that, but also um, that our podcast. You know, in general, we're always telling people. You know. Um, we're not promoting our podcast so much as we're trying to explain to people what a podcast is. <laughs> and so this is just yet another thing that's going to help put podcasting out there to make people aware of it, that it doesn't matter if you're not into motorcycles, or if you're into quilting or bugs or <laughs> whatever, there's going to be something. Yeah. There's something for out there for you. everyone. Yeah. That's no the internet, man. <laughs> Fluffing. Exactly. So, and um, yeah, so that's it. Now we can talk about it. Sweet. Yeah. Yes. Feels good, man. Yeah. I, oh, God, I'm such a bad liar. It's been so stressful. <laughs> <laughs> so no, yeah, no, I'm not going to be on a TV show. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, I don't even know. I don't, I don't know Norman Reedus at all, ever. And I've Liza, never seen him. Yeah. You're doing some stuff around this, some other podcasts, some other 
stuff around this event, right? Yes. Yeah. So th- yeah, things are happening. This is this is fun. So um, I think I think that's it. We got some announcements to make to wrap up. Um, the first one is oh yeah, we got new T-shirts in. And I made the logo go from this side over to this side, so it's a little bit different. Oh. Are there any smalls? What, John? No, uh, okay, so I'm looking at Zach's shirt. Yeah, the logo's on the... It, no, look, this, it's oh, the exact but, same thing. But that's the gray shirt. Oh, this, okay, the, yeah, gotcha. This is older generation. Okay, okay. Yeah, 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 exactly. This is like second or gen- third so, gen. Uh, but I did Ooh. get in more sizes of shirts, so we'll yes. stock up. So if you would like a shirt... Send us an email at the Recycle Motorcycle Garage at gmail.com. Yeah, buy our swag. Or, or, a, girls or a calendar, even though it's No, because June. you didn't buy the girls' ones before. <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, there may be some of the gray ones left. Okay. I didn't order more girls' I have ones. one of the girls' short cap sleeve Okay, ones. cool. Um, also, shout out to Wingman's Garage. They are a Patreon contributor to us. Yes. Yeah, really? right. Thank you. Thanks, awesome. Thank awesome. you very much. Which is really, really cool. That's and, awesome. You know, and I, when we put that up, I knew that we're not just going to get flooded with money. It's just going to be a slow thing. But every little bit helps to pay for something that's being yeah. used here. Paper towels. Yeah. Well, like how many oil changes tape. got done today and did anybody give you a dollar? No, yeah, they, I got a couple dollars. Oh, good. Yeah, I, I charge a dollar to, to oil change. Oh, but there was one that, yeah, okay. Um, then, uh, oh, Kat, you wanted to give a shout out to your hospital hottie? Yeah, oh, okay, so. <laughs> What? Uh, That's not me. There's, well, you know, don't sell yourself short there. Um, No, when I was sitting in the waiting room waiting for Isaac to get his shoulder, his shit back together, man, come on. (laughs) Getting your Uh, shit together. (laughs) (laughs) I got to talk to this security guard who was super chill and started geeking out hardcore over his R1 and the fact that I had an R6. He's super chill, dude. Looks like he's looking for a kind of a moto family, so he's going to be coming around, hopefully, going on a ride on Tuesday. He's super sweet. Cool. Yeah. And then um, you have an announcement, Bagel. Yes. I wanted to uh, take a minute here to um, give a, um, (laughs) I guess uh, best to say it as a memorial to a friend of mine, uh, Rolf Saltow, who just passed away yesterday at uh, the age of 80. Um, Wow. He he was uh, a good friend and the founder of uh, My Scooter Club, the Vespa Club Los Gatos. Mm -hmm. Um, He had... uh, he basically had had a passion for scooters ever since they ever came into existence. Scooters for life, man! Pretty much, yep. And um, he was a wealth of information about Vespas and about the history of scooters in general because he basically lived the history of scooters. Um, he, he was born in uh, Hamburg, Germany in 1936 and survived World War II and the difficult years afterwards. Oh, wow. And, uh, and then immigrated to the U.S. in uh, the early 50s, uh, settling in California where he worked as a mechanic on VWs and Porsches. And uh, later he went on to race Porsches in California in the 70s and 80s. And uh, he founded the Vespa Club Los Gatos in 1989, uh, served as our president for many years, and uh, was also a member of the uh, Federación Internacional de Vespa Clubs, uh, which was a worldwide Vespa Club umbrella organization that uh, for many years uh, promoted and and, uh, coordinated activities among clubs around the world. And uh, Rolf also played a large part in bringing uh, the Vespa brand back to the U.S. in 1999 after they had been away for 14 years. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they couldn't sell scooters in the U.S. anymore because they were two-stroke and they wouldn't meet emissions requirements. Oh, right. And when they finally came out with four-strokes, uh, it was a, a huge effort to bring them back. But, uh, but Rolf was one of the people that helped make that happen. Cool. And um, he also became the uh, lead tech trainer 
for Piaggio USA, which is the parent company of Vespa, and uh, in the early 2000s, and he basically trained pretty much every Vespa tech in North America. This guy wow. did shit. Wow. Yes. Wow, right? He, yeah, Ralph, Ralph really is a legend in the scooter world. That's awesome. And um, he, he traveled to uh, scooter rallies all over California and the rest of the United States, uh, including many of the uh, Mara Vespa scooter rallies, the national rallies that it's held once a year, um, as well as uh, rallies in, in Europe, uh, including Euro Vespa and World Vespa Days. Um, plus, he also participated in the 2006 Scooter Cannonball Run and the 2000, in 2008 he did support on the Cannonball Run. Nice. Um, yeah, he was just an amazing guy. He was, he was tough. He was opinionated, cantankerous. You have so to be tough if you're going to ride how, a scooter. Right. How yeah. old was he Seriously. when he did the Cannonball? Uh, when he did the Cannonball, he was 70. Yeah, he had to be wow. in his 70s. Right yeah. on, dude. Yep. And, um, but he was, you know, he was, he was a tough old guy, but he was also very generous, uh, sharp, um, never missed words. And he was beloved by many who are going to miss him dearly. And, uh, I, I know. Sorry for your loss, baby. Thanks. Yeah. thanks. Yep. And the community. Thanks. Yeah. I appreciate it. And, and I know he wouldn't want me to say all this shit about him, uh, because as he loved to say, the point of the point is this, fuck it. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. So thanks for everything, Rolf. And, um. Yeah, we are going to miss you terribly. Sounds and like a super chill dude. Yeah. Mike, right. you wanted to announce any YouTube new mo new videos? Um, yeah, well, we're working on some stuff right now. We're gonna, um, you know, we're gonna get some some new videos out there, and we've got a lot of listeners' questions that are coming in. So we're gonna put all those together for you guys. And thanks for everybody who's been subscribing and checking them out and enjoying them and leaving comments I mean, if you like them or if you don't like them that's fine just you know let us know because uh, like i said before I'm, I'm up like hours just making sure that they're good and funny for everybody and uh you know uh if you really like them share them just so more people know about the misfits and um they're really there you know for the people who can't come to visit the garage we yep. just hope it kind of brings you closer to us uh, in some sort of special way. Yeah, if you can't be here physically, we'd like you to be part of this community through questions or emails or whatever. Just yeah. be part of us if or if you want, you know. Because it's a very contributive kind of uh, community we live in. Everybody contributes, so you know. I think that gives people an opportunity to participate in what we do, also. You yeah. know, because it's it's the I, I feel like it's the spirit of the recycle garage is you know um, the contributions by everybody in it, even yeah. the listeners and watchers. Cool. And then um, next week on the it was Sunday the 3rd, I should look this up. There's a calendar Fifth. right there. Fifth. Sunday the 5th is our the naked? local pride parade. Mm -hmm. yep. um, typically, the all pride parades are led by the Dykes on Bikes. Um, I've kind of taken over that. Liza's the only dyke in Santa Cruz. The dyke <laughs> and all my friends. She scared, she scared all the other ones away. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I appreciate anyone who wants to come and just show their support of me and say, I'm her friend, <laughs> you, I'm riding. Isn't this the Liza parade? Yeah. And Pretty so uh, we're going to be riding it, and anyone who wants to come join us, it's fun. It lasts all of about seven minutes. I'm wearing a tutu again. But we get to ride without a helmet. Yeah. It's about how long that knock lasts. Anyway. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> it'll, it'll be fun. This is true. As long as my uh -huh. little pony's on. And then, uh, Charlie, <laughs> you have an upcoming Vampires Rally? Yeah, we have the 22nd Annual Vampires Rally on Friday, June 10th at 7 o'clock. That's the Hooligan Ride, so be prepared for that. And then we have the Saturday Ride that starts at 12, and that's Camping Mount... Um, what mountain is it? Mount Madonna. Mount Madonna. 
So come down and have some some camping, some Where's barbecue. Where's the meetup? And there's usually stupid stuff that happens at yeah, night. Yeah, stupid both, tricks. Both ride. There's a more fun ride and a fun ride, um, which usually are still more fun than people can handle. Yeah. Well, and now that <laughs> now that there's two of you prospects, there there can be proper drunk goggle mini bike racing or something. Oh yeah. God, drunk goggle. Well, those <laughs> <laughs> so stressful. <laughs> I love that. How love many do it. we have? Don't we just have one pair? I, I think know. we have two now. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're they're expensive nice. though, so I don't know if we're really gonna race. And with scary. Them. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then happen. They're pretty fucking scary. And then um, when you get drunk and you put the drunk goggles <laughs> yeah. on. Yeah, <laughs> I wanted to announce that anyone who's local who would like to come join us on the evening of June twelfth, we're actually gonna have a viewing party to watch ride with us. <laughs> Norman, <laughs> and uh, it's going to be at the KC Sport Bar in downtown Santa Cruz, and we're going to be watching the East Coast feed at seven o'clock, which means we're meeting around six thirty, and mm-hmm. they have food and drinks there, and we've got the whole patio reserved. So what day was that again? June twelfth, Sunday, June twelfth. Sunday, June two 12th. weeks. Okay. So if anyone yeah. would like to come and watch with us, come on down, Please or come. just check. You know, if you're not around here, then just watch AMC. You know, if you got cable TV, you can see or it on TV. Or suck it up and ride down and sit with us. <laughs> Goddamn right. <laughs> exactly. You might get dicked. Come so, out of the garage. <laughs> if you would like to reach us, you can do so by... You can find us online at MotorcyclesAndMisfits.com, on Facebook at Recycle Santa Cruz. Send us an email at RecycleMotorcycleGarage at gmail.com. Call and leave us a voicemail at... 831-291-5112. Yeah, buddy. And, uh, Mike, did you say how to find us on YouTube? Yeah, you can just uh, you can just type in Recycle Motorcycles, Recycle Santa Cruz, Motorcycles and Misfits. We pretty much cornered the market on that name. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> just type that into the keyword search, and you could find our page on there and uh, hit subscribe. Cool. I think we're ready to get out of here. Yeah. Thanks again, everyone, for listening, uh, mm-hmm. especially our Patreon contributors. And for people who leave reviews, those are all Leave awesome. reviews. Good or bad, leave reviews. No, just, no. just leave good ones. Well, I'm, you know what I mean. Be nice. Okay. We're people too. There's no such thing as bad press, right? I mean, come on. Hey, look at the uh, story worth living. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's what I'm yeah. saying. All right, let's get out of here. This is Eliza. I am Zach. <laughs> Bagel. Mike. Brian. This is Knock. Naked Jim. Cat. Isaac. John Dalton. Desmond. Andrew. Hardpipe. And we out! <laughs> cool, cool. Shout out to Cody Webb!